0: Amen. Well, God bless the church today. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, would you please turn to the book of Genesis, chapter 3. Always encourage the saints to bring a paper Bible to church. Genesis 3, beginning at verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, And a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking That you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman whom you gave me to be with, whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle, more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel." A snake slithered in one day with the mission to deceive. A cunning serpent slithered in to tempt humanity, tempting them to eat of that which the Lord commanded them not to, to take hold of and touch and partake of that which the Lord God commanded them not to, tempting them with words like, Has God indeed said... and an announcement that the command of the Lord was full of deception. You'll surely not die. God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. A cunning serpent. And they took and ate of the forbidden. And humanity died that day. Sin and rebellion, disobedience, sealed our fate, the touch and taste of transgression. The fall of humankind. And the Bible tells us that they were driven out of the garden. Lest they ate of the tree of life and lived forever in sin. So God in His great grace drove them out. And the Lord, in His great mercy, set a promise in motion. He left them with a promise, delivered to them the greatest promise, a promise that would one day be perfectly fulfilled, and the seal of our fate would be loosed. The text in the New King James Version, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle. And more than every beast of the field on your belly, you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. The promise of a Savior. We all need a Savior. We all need saving from sin and disobedience and that which it has ushered in. The promise of a Savior, the promise of one that would be born into this world, One that would bruise the head of Satan. One that would crush the head of Satan. One that would usher in salvation, redemption, reconciliation. The living Bible, from now on, you and the woman will be enemies. As will your offspring and hers. You will strike his heel. But he will crush your head. Let's take a moment and look at this. From now on, you and the woman will be enemies, as will your offspring and hers. Isn't it true that we have an enemy? The enemy of our souls. And his desire is still the same. His desire is to destroy us. To destroy every single one of us. To destroy the child. To destroy the youth. To destroy the young adult. To destroy, to destroy, to destroy... His desire is to separate us from God, to turn us into those that worship other things. He wants to keep his offspring, his offspring. And when he loses one to the miracle of salvation, he launches an attack because that person has now become his enemy. The snake... The cunning snake, he is our enemy, and the truth is, so are his offspring, though we pray for our enemies and desire that they too be rescued from the house of bondage. The living Bible, from now on, you and the woman will be enemies, as will your offspring and hers. You will strike his heel, but he will crush your head. The Lord God set a promise in motion that day. A promise that would one day be fulfilled. You will strike his heel, but he will crush your head. Who is it that would crush the head of this cunning snake, this cunning serpent? Jesus. Jesus Christ came to earth, conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of a virgin. He began to grow. He lived a selfless, obedient life, and he died a selfless, obedient death. Jesus Christ was nailed to a criminal's cross for the crime of humanity. the crimes of humanity and at the age of 33 when he was nailed to the cross it was time for the fulfillment of this promise it was time for him to give his life Savior born into this world to rescue humanity he was crucified and on that cross Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled he cried out it is finished and bowing his head he gave up his spirit Jesus Christ died for humanity but Jesus Christ died for every human life Jesus died for the collective but Jesus died for the individual. Jesus Christ died for the healing of humanity. And that day a new declaration shook the earth as Jesus thrust his heel upon the head of the serpent, declaring the devil healed. Healed. It's not a definition you'll find in any earthly dictionary. (laughs) But it's in heaven's dictionary. The heel of Jesus Christ crushed the head of Satan. How thankful we are for the work of salvation, the work of redemption. What other king would leave his throne? What a man... What is, man, that you are mindful of him, Lord God Almighty? This is how desperately he loved us and how desperately he desires relationship with us, that the Father sent his Son on a mission into this world to die a brutal death that we might have relationship once again. You know, the Lord calls us to the same action as Jesus. When you say, what action is that? Healing Satan. Let's read a scripture out of Romans 16. Romans 16, verses 19 and 20. For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore I am glad on your behalf But I want you to be wise in what is good and simple, that is innocent, concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The NLV, everyone knows you have obeyed the teaching you received. I am happy with you because of this. But I want you to be wise about good things and pure about sinful things. God, who is our peace, will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the loving favor of the Lord Jesus be yours. Now, I'd like to take a moment and just say that there is without valid application concerning dancing as an expression of worship. As we dance, we dance for joy. The Bible says, Psalm 150, verse 4, praise him with the dance. I don't know how much more clear it could get. And as we dance, we are dancing upon injustice. There is a spiritual act of worship an act of worship warfare taking place, our heels go up and as they come down, the God of peace is crushing the head of Satan under our feet. One crushing blow after the next, a dancing church and the sum of many heels. And there is victory Something taking place in the supernatural. And those that had no peace received the peace of God. The areas that had no peace, they're the peace of God. A people that had no peace received the peace of God. I'd just like to suggest, you know, just start dancing and cry out, Satan, I declare you healed. Understand that the Lord has called us to certain expressions of worship because they are powerful. It's not just a bunch of jumping around, dancing to music. It's an act of war. Won't you become a dancer? It'll change your life. Well, you say, I'm not a dancer. No problem. Let's use different terms. Won't you become a Satan crusher? Maybe that's your problem. I'm not a dancer. Well, now you have no excuse. We just, we're using different terms, and therefore, just give your life to it. Let the Lord use your feet to crush the enemy. You know, that's why the enemy wants a church that doesn't dance, because it's one crushing blow after the next. He understands that there's freedom and there's victory. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, your loyalty to the principles of the gospel is known everywhere. I say, let it be, Lord. And that gives me great joy i want to see you experts in good and not even beginners in evil you will not be long before the god of peace will crush satan under your feet listen the lord wants to use us to crush satan the question is will we let him You ask, what will it take? Well, it'll take surrender. What will it take? Well, the Bible has told us what it'll take. It takes loyalty to the principles of the gospel. What will it take? Being wise in what is good and simple. Concerning evil, wise about what is good, but innocent in what is evil. Being experts in what is good and not even beginners in evil. This is the call of the Lord. And the promise is this. It will not be long before the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. I don't know about you, but I need the devil crushed in my life. If we're honest, this morning we all know, even on the individual level, we know how he strikes at our heel. He strikes at our walk with the Lord. To bruise our heels, so our walk gets messed up. So we don't walk right. We don't follow right. And so we would be wise to heed the word of the Lord. Again, Romans 16, 19 and 20. For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. The Lord wants us to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. That word simple, unmixed, pure as in wines or metals, of the mind without a mixture of evil free from guile innocent simple Charles Spurgeon said these words And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly Romans 16:20 This promise follows well upon that of yesterday We are evidently to be conformed to our covenant head, not only in his being bruised in his heel, but in his conquest of the evil one. Even under our feet is the old dragon to be bruised. The Roman believers were grieved with strife in the church, but their God was the God of peace and gave them rest of soul. The arch-enemy tripped up the feet of the unwary and deceived the hearts of the simple. But he was to get the worst of it and be trodden down by those whom he had troubled. This victory would not come to the people of God through their own skill or power, but God himself would bruise Satan. Though it would be under their feet, yet the bruising would be of the Lord alone let us bravely tread down the tempter not only inferior spirits but the prince of darkness himself must go down before us in unquestioning confidence in god let us look for speedy victory shortly happy word shortly we shall set our foot on the old serpent what a joy to crush evil what a dishonor to Satan to have his head bruised by human feet. Let us, by faith in Jesus, tread the tempted down. Let the Lord use you to crush Satan. Is that a prayer you pray? Lord use me, Lord use me to crush the head of that old serpent, that cunning serpent. The Lord wants to use each and every one of us to tread down the tempter. He wants to use our heels And as we briefly touched on this morning, it may mean taking up a new expression of worship, an expression of worship warfare that is not yet active in your life. Call it dancing. Call it Satan crushing, whatever gets us moving. And let us all become those who are wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. If we could receive this word this morning, it's a simple word, but we know that we have to walk it out, we have to live it out, we have to apply ourselves to it, and we have to apply it to our life, to everything the Bible says, as we've read, those who are wise in what is good and simple concerning that which is evil. Simple concerning evil, not educated, Not experts in evil. Experts concerning what is evil. Educated concerning evil. Well, I got to keep up with the education so I can be relevant. What a lie. Simple concerning evil. Now this speaks to a lot of areas. We'll just let the Holy Spirit put the arrow where he needs to put the arrow today. Simple concerning evil. Experts in what is good. I want you to be educated in what is good. Passing marks. Are you finding your heel often bruised? And it's affecting your walk with the Lord? The truth today is this, without surrender and without loyalty to the principles of the gospel, the Lord can't use our heels to tread down the tempter. And the result is a messed up walk. Wow, you seem to be struggling in your walk. Yeah, the devil's always bruising my heel. Why aren't you crushing his head? Well, I'm educated concerning evil. I'm an expert. (laughs) And I'm increasing my education. Well, there's your problem. Fighting against the very thing the Lord is trying to usher in, the crushing of Satan in your life. Let's have the worship team return today. Are you finding yourself often tempted and often giving in? We face temptation, there is no doubt. Every single one of us, I don't care how long we've been walking the walk. How long we've been in the faith, the enemy just keeps coming, doesn't he? With temptation. Are you often finding yourself tempted and often giving in because of incomplete surrender? Wavering loyalty to the principles of the gospel. A way of life that testifies of one that Is not innocent concerning evil. You know, if we were open with the Lord and said, God, is there any areas of my life that I need to work on? I'm too educated in evil concerning this area. I'm an expert in evil in this area. And you're calling me to be simple concerning evil in this area. If we're open with the Lord and surrendered, He will always come and clean us up. He will always come and clean house. You know, things can change today. Doesn't matter what things were like at 6 a.m. this morning, things can change right now. That's the miracle. The same old lines. The enemy just keeps repeating himself. (laughs) He's been doing it for thousands of years. Same old lines. Has God indeed said? We know it's true. Well, it's right here in the Word. Has God indeed said? You will surely not die. And humanity's still falling for it. Has God indeed said? You won't die. You surely won't die. Areas of your life, they won't die. Your faith won't die. God's messing around with you. Has God indeed said, you surely won't die. You know, God knows... That your eyes will be open, you'll be like God. Same old lines. Day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, second after second, humanity's still falling for the same old lines. I would suggest that we guard our eyes. You know, we read the text and it said, you shall not eat. But the Lord also said, you shall not touch. Listen to these words. Every man or woman of God is going to become the target of hell's evil devices once a commitment is made to become a living sacrifice for Jesus. The hordes of hell will be unleashed against the one who sets his heart to walk in holiness of faith. Satan will afflict and set up roadblocks because you have become a real threat to his program of deception. You can resign the warfare, give up, quit, and become a dull, fruitless wanderer for me. I choose to resist the devil's plot, rise up in faith, and resume the fight. Satan cannot keep down one who truly trusts in the Lord. Let's stand in the house today. If you're here this morning and you say, I- I need the enemy crushed in my life and I know we all do. But you know a specific area in your life. You find yourself time and time again bruised, your walk bruised, your stride affected, your relationship affected. You say I need I need the enemy crushed in that area. Just begin to ask the Lord. Begin to surrender. You're going to say, God, you know the area. You know the area that the Holy Spirit has targeted today. I know the area full well. The Lord is faithful. He is the God of peace. And he wants to strengthen our walk so that as we walk in this life, as we follow Jesus in this life, every step a crushing blow to the enemy of our souls. Finding yourself often tempted and often giving in. As we've already touched on today, if if the Spirit is pointing to an area of life that lacks innocence concerning evil. It's a day to surrender that area. It's a day to repent say, God, thank you for pointing it out. Or Lord, I acknowledge today that this is part of the problem. This is part of the problem. If you're here today, and we touched on it briefly, but dancing, you know, these acts of worship, we believe in the nine expressions of worship. You say, where are they? Well, just begin to read the book of Psalms, and you'll find out (laughs) these expressions of worship. How the Lord gives us these expressions, and yes, they are for joy, rejoicing in His presence, blessing Him. But they're also acts of war, warfare in the house of the Lord. Dancers who dance upon injustice, dance for freedom, dance for victory. The people of God need victory. There are people coming in churches week after week that need victory. They need the head of Satan, that old cunning serpent crushed in their life. Their walk no longer affected. And I love that it says the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. You know, sometimes we're always looking for somebody else to crush the head of Satan in our life for us. But God wants to work with each individual. He wants to strengthen us. He wants to put power in our walk, power in our heel. As we surrender, as we're loyal to the principles of the gospel, And as we determine to be those that are simple concerning that which is evil. That's the church of Jesus Christ. The Lord wants that serpent crushed. Lord, I pray right now for each person in this building young to old, old to young, Lord, it doesn't matter how long we've been following you or walking with you or coming to church. The year's under our belt, but God, I pray that you would turn us into those that are militant in the right way. Lord, that we would understand, accept the call and cry out that you would help us fulfill it the call to crush Satan under our feet, to declare that he is healed in our life, that our walk wouldn't be affected, The Lord, we would deliver the crushing blow, a crushing blow to the enemy. Come on, just ask the Lord to use you today. Just surrender in the house. Just ask the Lord to use you. The Holy Spirit... Speaking. If you're here today, you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, well, you came to the right place. And it might be that you've been ignoring the call and pushing it off, and you say, I don't need a Savior. Well, according to the Word of God, And we believe that the word of God is absolute truth. The Bible says that every single one of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the enemy would come and the enemy would try to deceive us and have us believe in some other form of doctrine. Believe that all roads somehow end up leading back to the Father, back to God when the Bible does not say that. The Bible is very clear. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he said words like this, no one. Well, what about me? No one. No one comes to the Father except through me. The narrow door, the narrow gate that leads to life. Jesus is the only hope. Listen, heaven and hell are real. And the last, the last great fight, the last great battle is when we pass from this life, death. And then, eternity. Eternity. that things right with Jesus today. It begins with surrender. It begins with repentance. Just saying, Jesus, I need you. I'm a sinner. I need your grace and your mercy. Don't leave this Place this morning without the assurance of everlasting life and a relationship with Jesus. This is not just about religion, church. It's about relationship. It's not about going through the motions and acting out the part. It's about relationship. Relationship that affects our life and changes everything. It changes everything. If you need prayer for anything this morning, the altar's open. Let's just take a few moments. Just call on God. Lord, Anoint our heels. Come on, pray for yourself. Lord, anoint these two heels that I'm standing on right now. Lord, anoint my feet. Turn me into a Satan crusher, Lord. God, I'm asking that you anoint my home, that you anoint my children. That you anoint my children, Lord, that every place the foot of their soul treads, Lord. God, that you would crush the enemy. As you send us out throughout the week, Lord, to places of education and occupation with so many rogue ideas, the cunning serpent slipping around and sliding around and slithering around in our city, in our province, in our nation, in the nations of the world, Lord, I pray that you would turn us into those that are Satan crushers, breaking the deception of the enemy, silencing the deception of the enemy bringing a crushing blow to the deception of the enemy. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just cry out, just ask the Lord to come and anoint you today, to come and anoint you afresh, to come and anoint you afresh. Thank you, Lord. Lord, anoint my heels, anoint our heels today, Lord, a church, the sum of many heels, bringing a crushing blow to the head of Satan. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.